Hello, and welcome to The Expat Therapist, the show that helps wanderlust women prioritize their mental health and live their best lives abroad. I'm your host, Arielle Roberts, a licensed clinical therapist and a fellow expat. Each week, I'll be sharing practical tips, insights, and real-life conversations with inspiring women who are making the most of their international adventures. Whether you're a seasoned expat or just getting started, this podcast is for you. So grab your journal, get cozy, and let's dive in. Welcome back to the Expat Therapist Podcast. I am so excited to be here. And I love that you are here with me on this journey of bringing awareness to expat mental health. I hope that you were able to reflect on last week's expat exploration journal prompt and find some motivation to help you move forward in your expat journey. It would mean the absolute world to me if you would leave a review on the podcast and also share with me your reflections. Now that we're all settled in, let's dive into an important topic that affects many of us in the expat community, particularly those who identify as women people of color, or part of the LGBTQIA community, being a minority and living abroad. Living abroad can be an incredibly enriching and life-changing experience, but it can also come with unique challenges, especially for those who identify as a minority. Navigating a new country while also dealing with discrimination, cultural differences, and language barriers can be tough. In today's episode, we're going to explore the experiences of being a minority abroad and provide some strategies and insights to help you thrive in your new home. So when it comes to being a woman living abroad, there can be a wide range of unique challenges. For one, there may be different cultural norms and expectations around gender roles and behavior, which can be difficult to navigate. In some cultures, women are expected to conform to traditional gender roles and behaviors, such as staying at home to take care of children and the household, while men are expected to be the breadwinners. This can affect women who have their own dreams and desires to pursue their own careers. In other cultures, women may face restrictive dress codes or limitations on their freedom of movement. These cultural differences can lead to feelings of isolation and frustration for women living abroad. It can also be difficult to reconcile one's own beliefs and values with those of the host culture, leading to a sense of identity crisis. Women may also face gender-based discrimination, harassment, or violence in some cultures. Additionally, women may have to contend with limited access to healthcare, resources, and support systems. It's important to recognize and address these challenges to ensure that women can thrive in their new country. Gender-based discrimination can vary significantly from country to country, of course, and can take many different forms. In some countries, women may be denied access to education or job opportunities simply because of their gender. In other countries, women may face harassment or violence for not conforming to traditional gender roles or expectations. It can also be subtle discrimination. For example, there's a Spanish saying of mujer tenía que ser. This translates to it must have been a woman. This expression is said when there's a failure of some sort. So someone driving bad or someone makes a mistake at work, things like that. 
This actually is kind of sort of a saying also in English, or at least in America. If someone's driving bad, people usually assume that it's a young female. Another example, this is a little bit more vulgar, so I do apologize in advance. But there's a Spanish saying, eres la polla, which translates to, you are the man, but referring to the male reproductive part. And when referring to something bad, they say, eres un coñazo, which translates to, you are the female reproductive part. When I brought this up to people, they think absolutely nothing of the significance. It is simply a saying, but one that could offend a female, especially of a different culture or country. Furthermore, there might be differences in the legal rights and protections afforded to women in different countries, such as access to reproductive health care or protections against domestic violence. A woman may face discrimination in the workforce while living abroad in several ways. First, she may face difficulty in finding employment due to cultural biases or language barriers. Second, she may face lower wages or fewer opportunities for advancement compared to male colleagues. Third, she might face harassment or discrimination based on gender, such as being passed over for promotions or opportunities based on stereotypes or assumptions about women's abilities or roles. On top of that, she might be a working mother and or a wife, which could lead into challenges in balancing work and family responsibilities, particularly if a culture's expectations differ from those in her home country. All of these factors can impact a woman's ability to thrive professionally while living abroad. Now, also, being a person of color can be a challenging experience when living abroad. Some common issues that they may face include racism, prejudice, discrimination, and microaggressions. These experiences can also lead to feelings of isolation, exclusion, and or identity crisis. One of the main challenges is the lack of representation and visibility. Being the only person of color in a community can be isolating and make it difficult to find a sense of belonging. This is something I can personally relate to. In my small town here in Valencia, there are so few people of color. I remember counting the black families during the beginning stages of my move. I would be so excited to see another black person, and my husband just thought I was a little bit off because of the joy that it brought me. In some cases, especially when there aren't many who look like you, one may feel pressure to assimilate and suppress your cultural identity in order to fit in with the dominant culture. Racism and discrimination can also take on different forms, obviously, depending on the country and culture. Some may experience overt racism, such as being called racial slurs, or being physically attacked. Others may experience more subtle forms of discrimination, such as being overlooked for job opportunities or being stereotyped based on their race or ethnicity. My experience here in Spain is more of the subtle forms, but like in a sense of where they just don't understand that sometimes the things that they say can have a racial connotation to it. I've actually experienced this with my husband towards another race and had to place it in perspective as if he had said the same things about black people and how offensive we both would take it. Thankfully, he has an open mind, but there are a lot of people here who do not. There are phrases such as, me pones negra, which translates to, you make me black, 
And this is a phrase that they use when a person is enraged, furious, or upset. Or there's the phrase, trabajando como un negro. This translates to working like a black person, which basically means you work really hard and in crappy conditions. I recently just came across an entire social media page dedicated to the racist comments of the Spanish language against all races. So unfortunately, this is a very common thing. Then we have the members of the LGBTQIA community who can also face unique challenges when living abroad. In some countries, there may be laws that criminalize same-sex relationships or discrimination based on sexual orientation or gender identity. This can, once again, lead to feelings of isolation, fear, and anxiety, as well as difficulty finding support within the community. Additionally, some cultures may hold conservative views on sexuality and gender, making it difficult for individuals to express their true selves or feel accepted. This can lead to a sense of identity crisis and the need to constantly hide or suppress one's true self. It is important for individuals to find safe spaces and supportive communities, as well as educate themselves on the laws and cultural norms of their new country to ensure their safety and well-being. Finding a safe space in one's home country can be hard enough, let alone in a new country where they're not quite yet educated on the rules and laws of the land. It is important to acknowledge that discrimination against the LGBTQIA community exists worldwide, and unfortunately, there has been a recent increase in hate crimes against individuals who identify as such. In some countries, homosexuality is still illegal, and those who identify may face imprisonment or even death. Even in countries where it is legal, there may still be societal and cultural prejudices that lead to discrimination and marginalization. I mean, look at the Brittany Griner situation. That is a perfect example of the effects of identifying as one of all three categories in a foreign country, and she didn't even have the intent to stay to live there. I think it is so important to recognize and address these issues and to create safe spaces for individuals who identify as a part of the LGBTQIA community to seek support and find community while living abroad. So a commonality I'm seeing here is how extremely isolating it can be to live abroad and fall into one of these categories. Unfortunately, what we've already discussed is also heavily present in some of our home countries we originate from, and actually might even be one of the reasons we have made the move abroad in the first place. So some ways that we can all work towards supporting individuals from marginalized communities and their mental health while living abroad include acknowledging and validating their experiences. We can help provide a safe and non-judgmental space for individuals to express their feelings and experiences. All of these experiences can lead to a sense of an identity crisis and a struggle to reconcile one's cultural identity with the dominant culture. It is important for minorities living abroad to find support networks and seek out spaces where they can connect with others who share similar experiences. When living abroad, Navigating identity concerns as a minority can be very complex. Here are some strategies and coping skills to support us on this journey. 
One of the main reasons mental health usually isn't discussed and widely talked about is because it is uncomfortable. And when we are uncomfortable, as we discussed in previous episodes, we tend to avoid that topic. But in fact, talking about the discomforts that accompany the subject itself is so important in learning how to move forward, heal, and process. So I challenge you to take time to self-reflect, explore, and understand your own identity, values, and cultural background. Reflect on how these aspects shape your experiences, strengths, and unique perspectives. Embrace your authentic self and celebrate your diverse identity. Simultaneously, this will help with increased self-esteem and confidence. And when we walk around with confidence, it emits from us. You recognize your self-worth and value, believing in yourself, your abilities, and you're most likely to approach challenges with a positive mindset and a greater sense of resilience. You will increase your positive interactions, and confidence will project a sense of self-assurance and approachability, making it easier to connect with others. When you exude confidence, others are drawn to your energy and presence. Confidence will also form self-empowerment. You learn to take ownership of your expat journey, make choices aligned with your values and aspirations, and create the life you desire abroad. Finding others in your minority community also allows connection with like-minded individuals and communities who also share similar experiences, further deepening the relationship. Engage in local cultural groups, expat networks, or online communities that provide a safe space for sharing stories, challenges, and support. Building a support network can help alleviate feelings of isolation and provide a sense of belonging. Think of times when you maybe felt isolated or not as confident in yourself due to a personal attribute, whether it be physical, emotional, mental, whatever it is. I recently just saw an Instagram post the other day of a child, maybe one or two years old, with an amputated forearm, and he was meeting for the first time an older woman who also had an amputated forearm, and you could just visibly see the connection they had from just knowing that they were alike in a way that no one else could be with them. There's just something so special and heartwarming about being with like-minded people who share the same experiences. So go out there and find others to help uplift you and create a comfortable community in your home. We can challenge stereotypes and biases. We can be an advocate for inclusivity and equality. Educate others about different cultures, challenging the stereotypes and promoting understanding, awareness, and acceptance. Use your powerful voice to raise awareness and create positive change within your community. First, educate yourself on the local culture, traditions, and history. This provides you a deeper understanding of its people and helps dispel common stereotypes or misconceptions. Then, challenge your own biases. Reflect on your own biases and stereotypes. Be aware of any unconscious biases that you may hold and actively work towards challenging them and unlearning them. This self-reflection will help you approach others with an open mind and foster a more inclusive mindset. Then, initiate conversations with locals and other expats about their experiences, perspectives, and cultural backgrounds. 
be curious, ask questions, and listen actively. By engaging in such dialogues, you can challenge stereotypes, gain information and knowledge, promote cultural exchange, and foster mutual understanding. Every chance I get to speak with someone who is or was an expat, I ask about their mental health and their abroad experience. What things did they notice? And maybe how could expat mental health awareness have impacted them in their adaptation? It's a great way to connect, but it also helps me challenge the system and the lack of awareness of expat mental health. We can also promote understanding for any and all causes. This can be done in so many ways. Be an ally, standing up against discrimination and prejudice when you see it. Support marginalized individuals or groups by amplifying their voices and advocating for their rights. By being an ally, you can actively contribute to creating a more inclusive and accepting society. Support local initiative. You can get involved with local organizations that promote diversity, equality, and inclusivity. This could involve volunteering, attending cultural events, or supporting causes that aim to challenge stereotypes and promote understanding. Here, active listening is super important. So active listening is being able to have a conversation with someone, but instead of it being their perspective versus yours, it might look more like you summarizing what they have just said so that they feel heard and understood themselves. This is a big part of relationship building, which can be a very important piece when you're supporting locals and also hoping for their return support. You are definitely going to want to feel heard when it is your turn. This will also help you gain insights into different viewpoints and foster a more inclusive dialogue. Practicing patience and adaptability is another vital part to promoting understanding. It will take time and your own understanding to make progress with others so that they are able to understand you and your cause. And throughout all of this, it is so important to take care of yourself. Learn to emotionally explore so you can honor your thoughts and feelings. Knowing when you need space and to take a break and what that might even look like for you. Self-care activities that help you maintain a positive mindset and well-being. Engage in activities that bring you joy, such as practicing mindfulness, meditation, exercising regularly, prioritizing self-compassion. All of these can help when dealing with concerns surrounding identity. This isn't an easy process, and as mentioned, it can feel really isolating, frustrating, and anxiety-ridden, so be sure to utilize your support system, practice self-compassion, and self-care. And then take the time to honor your thoughts and feelings, even if they're uncomfortable thoughts and feelings. By doing so, this will push you one step closer to understanding, healing, and processing through them. It is so important for great representation and advocacy for minority groups in the expat community and beyond is crucial for fostering inclusivity, equality, and social justice. For reasons such as amplifying diverse voices, challenging stereotypes and biases, empowering marginalized individuals, and promoting equality. So with all of this being said and done, 
I want you to remember that your identity is a source of strength and resilience. Embrace your uniqueness and let it empower you as you navigate your expat journey. Stay true to yourself, find your community, and prioritize self-care along the way. You are deserving of respect, acceptance, and happiness. All right, who is ready for this week's expat exploration journal prompt? Here we go. How has your experience as a minority living abroad shaped your perspective, challenged your assumptions, or inspired you to take action towards greater inclusion and representation? Take a second to reflect and share a specific moment or story that highlights the impact of your expat journey on your identity as a minority and the insights gained from navigating different cultural contexts. Thank you so much for listening in to the Expat Therapist Podcast. For more tips and material, head over to my website at globaltransitions.co or on Instagram at the Expat Therapist. Don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned for more insights and inspiration on thriving in your global transition. I hope you are leaving feeling even just a little bit more empowered. And remember, there's never a good time, so just go all out and do it now. <laughs>